0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hey, it's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Good evening, Simon Marcel.
1: Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Good evening.
0: Bonsoir. We are love, dating, romance, relationships, drama, whatever is going on <laughs> in your love life. Simon and I are here for you. Simon Marcel, our French romance expert. I am Angie Taylor. You're yeah. American realist, as you say.
1: Uh, that's the, Yeah, because you always say it like it is, and you have a very down-to-earth vision of love-life relationships. Well, good... see,
0: neither of us are doctors, um, but we've both been through it all, I feel like. And you give a, <laughs> a unique so. romance perspective where I give the sometimes, I don't know, uh, very realist.
1: I think, you know, you know, as an American woman, a wife, a mother, as somebody who's dated, was single, single mom, you really went through the whole different stages of life. I have. And, and, and I come from Paris, in city of romance, and with, you know, different parents, been together, yours have not, and so on. So it's a very unique combination, you and I, every night here.
0: I agree. And uh, we are here to, uh, you know, talk about all these things, love, whatever's going on in your life, and also give advice, too. And Simon, I feel like... One of the places that we don't touch on enough, and maybe it's because we don't get enough emails or questions about it, is gay relationships. And I want to talk about that more and more. So simonandangie.com. When we come back, I have a great email that I want to get to uh, uh, somebody named Jonathan who wrote us with an issue. And let's talk about it. Um, Gay issues. It's love is love is love, baby. (laughs) And we are all about love. So when we come back, we'll take this email. I want to hear our listeners thoughts as well. 855-905-8255. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We talk all about love, dating and romance and One of the things, Simon, I was saying is we love our LGBT community, and I want more emails. I want more calls, more questions. So we have Mm -hmm. one today. I'm so excited. Um, This comes to us at SimonAndAngie.com, where we got this email from Jonathan in Birmingham, Michigan. He's listening on Detroit's 100.3 WNIC. Mm -hmm. He he says, hello, Simon and Angie. I have a huge problem. I'm hoping you can help me with it. I was at a company happy hour with a few people I work with. The drinks were flowing. Somehow I hooked up with my boss in the bathroom. By the way, he's married to a woman. Woo! Nobody knows. (laughs) Thank God. But it's awkward because we haven't talked about it since. I don't know if I should bring it up or if I should wait for him to bring it up. Simon, uh, Jonathan, gay man in Birmingham, Michigan, hooked up with his boss who is married to a woman. It's awkward. What do you think he should do with this situation? Say something, not say something, business as usual?
1: Business as usual. I think what happened all those times, those wild times, you know, it's it's in the past, In you know, it's your boss. I mean, I just think it's best not to say anything. What is that again, Angie, if he speaks out or if he reaches out to him? I don't see the upside for anyone to now uh, say something about it, right? It was consensual. It w- It was fun for them. I mean, the only one who should have a problem, it's not really Jonathan. It's the boss who's married. The boss. Uh, That's who has a problem. Jonathan, you know... Jonathan is free and clear. Yeah, exactly. He's a single guy,
0: just living his life, living his best life, apparently, in the bathroom. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) we've all been there, Jonathan. Simon, I think the answer to this has nothing to do with gay or straight. If it was a straight person asking, hey... I slept with my boss. They're married. What should I do? Should I bring it up? No. I would say no.
1: No, no. Don't bring the drama. <laughs> no. What happens in the bathroom should stay in the bathroom. Stay in but... the bathroom. Right. I, I mean... mean,
0: this is your boss at the same time. Even if it were a co-worker, it's just kind of like, hey, if they're not bringing it up, there's a reason they're not bringing it up. Maybe you don't bring it up. Let's all pretend it didn't happen until something else happens. I mean, it's not like it's an ongoing thing. It was a one-time thing. Um, Yes. So I'd wait and see. Um, I know this is an issue, though, a lot of times um, in the gay community where there's something that happens. You know this person is living a life as a straight person. They're married. They're in a relationship uh, with the opposite sex. They're not living as uh, a gay person, a bisexual person. They're not out. And... I don't know if if people feel like there's an obligation to say something um, because of what happened. Maybe sometimes, you know, people are experimenting and you happen to be the person that they experimented with. Is it fair? Maybe not. I don't know. But like you said, Simon, two grown people making a decision to do something. It is what it is.
1: It is what it is, and for the single person, it's really, I mean, nothing to be worried about. The only one, regardless of whether you're straight or gay or this, is the person who said, I do to somebody else. And, That's and who? who is in trouble. Right.
0: And who knows what his, the boss, maybe his wife knows he's bisexual. Maybe she's okay if he does things in his, uh, you know, in his private life on the side and she's aware that he does. Maybe they have that relationship where they don't want to know about it, but she understands and everything. But you don't want to get involved in something that doesn't concern you.
1: Well, as long as at work you're not discriminated against yes, because that would, of that, yes, then if all is good and everything is as usual, leave it as usual yes. and keep that memory, uh, you know... Uh, what it is, for, a like special others. memory. Voila.
0: <laughs> 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 but I, Simon, you t- you touched yes. on a great point. Unless you're being discriminated against, unless you feel like there's some sort of retaliation, um, work is being taken away from you, you feel like things are happening because of that situation, that might be something different. That might be an HR issue. Um, yeah. But as far as if, if everything is status quo, if nothing has changed—
1: but from Jonathan, Yeah, from Jonathan's email we got, I think, you know, it's all good. You know what I've also learned? I've, I've had a friend of mine who uh, uh, was straight married and had a, a, an experience as a gay guy. It seems to be happening more than, than people think. It seems to be it's, happening. It's always
0: happened. It's always happened. It always happened. has. But you, I we're think just learning. More now. Yeah, people are a little bit more open, open. I think. Yeah, 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 a, yeah. About it, but I think it's always been going on. Let's take our, our listeners' comments on this. I want to hear what you have to say. 855 905 8255. Should Jonathan. Keep that a special memory. Keep his mouth shut. Or should he say something to his boss? What should he say? What should he do? If anything, let us know when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie going off this email we got from Jonathan in Michigan saying, hey, I have a huge problem. Company party. Happy hour. Hooked up with my boss. Uh, We're Mm -hmm. both men. He's married to a woman. Now it's awkward at work. Should I say something? Should I let it go? I'm looking for your comments at 855-905-8255. Simon on the line, say hi. Listening in South Philly on the iHeartRadio app. Shout out to the illy. Here's Phil. Hi, Phil. Bonjour. What do you have to say about this, Phil?
2: Jonathan should keep his mouth shut.
0: Okay, Do you say that as a straight man, gay man, bisexual, I you don't have to disclose...
2: I say the gay guy whose first experience hooking up with a guy was, unfortunately, with a coworker who had a boyfriend. Um, I kind of got roped into the whole situation, and I realized halfway through going home with them that I had an attraction to the boyfriend, but I literally stopped in the middle of it, told the guy that I worked with, I can't do this, I work with you. Mm -hmm. I was a lot younger then, but at the same time, I still knew that nothing good could come from it. So were you opening his mouth, so his boss is just going to open up a whole can of worms.
0: Well, that is his boss, yes, and which is another whole dynamic. I mean, now we're talking about a superior at work or somebody that has control of your future, let alone the whole sexual and the secrets and all that aspect of it. But, Phil, the person I want to ask you when we come back from the break, the person at work that you had that relationship with, were they open? Were they out to everyone else or no? And were you?
2: Yes. Fortunately, I work in an environment where at a radio station where there's more than one gay person. So it wasn't okay. awkward or bizarre.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. great. Well, I wanna I wanna find out how that all went down when we come back. I wanna know the aftermath if anything came of it or not. Yeah, and yeah. if you regret keeping your mouth shut and why you think Jonathan should. When we return, hold on one second, Phil. On okay. the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. So, Simon, we're going off of the listener email from Jonathan, mm-hmm. um, who said he s- messed around with his boss at a company party boss is supposed to be a straight man married to Mm -hmm. a woman Mm -hmm. however they screwed around um and he wants to know if he should say anything we all agreed to keep your mouth shut you know unless it comes up or unless your job is threatened we have phil still listening on the line in south philly phil you agreed you're a gay man you said this happened to you at work you kept your mouth shut how did that work for you afterwards was there any sort of retaliation or any weirdness or what happened
2: Um, it was kind of easier for me. We kind of like, he respected my decision to be mature about it. I know the guy that I hooked up with, his boyfriend kept trying to contact me and I just knew that it was a bad idea that I couldn't go down that road at all. Um, Uh and like I said, for me, I was very young. It was actually my first time ever hooking up with another guy. So it was kind of an eye opener. And honestly, because of it, I have kind of shied away from ever doing that ever again. If I ever hear anyone is in an open relationship or anything, I'm just kind of like, sorry, not for me. I know that that's more commonplace these days, but for me, I'm just kind of like, no.
1: Well, like a lesson learned, right? Well, if anyone is in a relationship, even if they say open relationship, it can always get complicated. Feelings get involved, attachment get involved, jealousy get involved. So that's the risk you take if you hook up with somebody, even in an open relationship. So I I get where you're coming from. I have
2: learned that in any threesome, there's always someone that's disappointed.
0: Someone gets their feelings hurt, someone catches feelings, someone is left out. You brought up a really interesting side of this because I mentioned we don't know the boss's situation. Maybe the wife knows he's bisexual or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. and she's cool with that. So you might be opening a different can of worms. Phil, can you hold on for one more segment? Because I want to ask you about this dynamic, these open relationships, because Mm -hmm. is that a dangerous thing? Can it ever work? And what are the rules when that comes into play? Phil, please hang on because you're so good. All right, great. When we come back, open relationships. Look what this turned into next (laughs) on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. If you want to comment on what we're talking about now specifically, this uh, started as a conversation, an email that we got Simon Mm -hmm. um, from one of our listeners who is gay, uh, hooked up with his boss who he thought was straight, is uh, married to a woman, and now it's awkward. Um, he doesn't know what to do. We all agreed, "Mm, don't do anything unless there's some sort of, I don't know, work situation where you're being discriminated against and he's holding it against you, whatever. And we've been talking to Phil, listening in South Philly. Hey, Philly, Phil, is on the line still. What's Um, up? What's up? This turned (laughs) into a conversation, Phil, you're a gay man, and this turned into a conversation about open relationships because I said, hey, we don't know if this guy and his wife – are of an understanding, like my husband's bisexual. What you do when I'm not there, when I don't see, what I don't know is what you do. And that's kind of what this turned Mm -hmm. into. You sort of had this experience, Phil. What do you think about relationships like that? And I know this happens a lot in bisexual relationships because bisexual relationships, you marry maybe the opposite sex. Um, Simon, if you and I got married, it doesn't mean I'm not bisexual anymore. It just means that I married a man. So are you okay if I still mess with women, do you want to be a part of it? Do you not want to know about it? Is is, Phil, What is what is your experience been?
2: I think it's a fine line these days because, I mean, I'm really going to take it out there right now. Have you ever heard the gay hookup at? uh, Grindr? Yes, it's really popular. It's been around forever.
0: The gay Tinder, Grindr. Grindr, uh
2: Yes, pretty much. One of the options, or two of the options, rather, besides being single, is you actually can put on there open relationship or married. I don't know why people think that anyone would be more likely to hook up with someone that's in an open relationship or married and advertising it rather than hiding it, but, I mean, that's how accepted it is these days. Um, do, you feel like,
0: me- do you feel like people can't compartmentalize even if they say they want an open relationship um, and it's not going to interfere with their marriage or whatever you know their main relationship is? Do you feel like people can't separate and it always gets muddy somewhere?
2: I think that I have friends personally that are in open relationships that are in long committed relationships. Some are even married now. I think for mm-hmm. them, they have to do it in order to keep sane and just keep things fresh. I mm-hmm. have uh, boredom, which doesn't make it right, but I do think that that's part of it.
1: The the It's interesting what you're saying. I think that if you are married, if you are in a, in a committed relationship and you want to have this, this ménage à trois, if you want to... I think
2: if it's more of a one and done kind of thing, that's okay. But I think the problem arises if you're going back to going to that yes. same person and inviting them to come yeah. back again. That I think the, then becomes a problem because it's becoming, you know, very.
1: Uh, it's it's it, every human beings. Any menage a trois brings the the option of a, a feeling, an attachment, a jealousy, an awkwardness. It's hard enough for two, so for three, it's difficult.
0: But I have a personal um feeling about it because. I think if you can separate um the la part mm-hmm. and your relationship, like the relationship that you have with your spouse or your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that it can work. But P- Phil said the I don't think a lot optimum. of
2: people can do that though. I a lot really of people don't. can't. But that's Phil, you problem. said
0: the you said the magic thing and that's one and done. One and done. Yeah. Because one when and you done start the
2: golden rule is if you're gonna do a threesome, someone, one of the three, is always going to be disappointed. Two of them will be happy, and the third is always going to be bitter. Let it be the guest
0: star, honey. Let the guest star be disappointed. That's all I (laughs) care about. (laughs) Phil, thank you so much for calling in. You opened up a can of worms. that I'm so happy you opened, and we really appreciate your honesty on the rendezvous tonight.
1: Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good night, Phil. All
0: right. When we come back, Simon, we're going to get into threesomes. The menage
1: à trois.
0: Menage à trois. Good idea. Bad idea. How does this work? Does it ever? Next. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we went down into this rabbit hole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don, we did.
0: Yes, from this email we had from a gay man who slept with his seemingly straight boss. And his boss is married to a woman. Then we had Uh Phil on the line, gay man, said, please don't say anything about that. We went into open relationships, ménage à trois.
1: And then you said something like you wanted to tell us something about some ménage à trois. So where where were you going with that? Well, Phil had a point,
0: our, our caller that we just had on, he said that there's always somebody that gets hurt if it's more than one time. And that it needs to be a one and done situation. Meaning that whoever the couple is... It should be a guest star, one time only, and I can agree with that. My husband and I have been down that road. You've I'm had not menage to a trois. Say it. We have had menage a trois.
1: Just one. But
0: listen, Simon. Like this is not just uh, two? this is just not trois? Playboy Radio. This is the rendezvous. I will just say it's happened, and okay. it was a guest star, and it was somebody that we would never have to see again. And I think that is ideally Who was the thing. It? I don't know. How am I supposed to know? I don't remember her name. I feel like whatever works for your relationship works for your relationship. And as long as everybody involved is of an understanding, everyone is honest and open and talks about it before, after whatever, Mm -hmm. great. I think the problem comes in when it's like our... Listener who wrote us an email and said it's my boss, or it's somebody you see all the time, or it's yeah. your best friend that's now really involved in your relationship—that can be trouble. So
1: I learn something hey. about you every day, Angie. We only live hey, once, Simon. Never miss a rendezvous. Listen to me, never miss a rendezvous, because with Angie Taylor, we have new stuff every day. Listen
0: to how French I am. Mais <laughs> yeah. toi. I am Menage more French than you, Simon.
1: And that you? are because I've never know. had one. So you? you well. Are, N- no. Are you really French? Are you really French? I'm I'm American now. So I've mm-hmm. you became the French, I became the American. You
0: are like the French fry of the French. I am the real baguette <laughs> over here. <laughs> I'm kidding. More of The Rendezvous when we come back with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor.
0: Hello, our French romance expert. Uh, so listen, we... Uh, Talk about love, dating, romance, relationships. We have a vast show here. Simon, you and I, Mm -hmm. we're the old heads. I'm married. You're in your 40s looking for love. I'm married in my 40s with a daughter. Uh, We have Jill, who's in our 30s and single. We have Jordan, our assistant producer, in his 20s. We have Adam. We have Trisha. all these young people single. And every now and then they'll throw us a topic or something that's going on in their life. I'm like, we need to talk about this. So I want to go off something from our assistant producer, Jordan, who's 26, has a girlfriend now, and sent us a topic about the honeymoon phase in a relationship. How long have, Jordan, we'll get into this in a second, but how long have you been dating your girlfriend? Three months. Three months. Okay, so Mm -hmm. he wants to know what happens after the honeymoon phase, that make or break moment. He says, I just spent the weekend not going out. At 26, to not go out at all, all weekend? Simon. Ay-yi-yi-yi-yi. It depends
1: if it's just weekend, Ooh, though. Yeah. It could be a very ro- romantic weekend.
0: Well, he spent the weekend going to the Farmer's Market, Home Depot, and Whole Foods. <laughs> some people enjoy uh, that. Okay. It could freak some people out. I want to know if Jordan enjoyed it. Simon, I want to know if this would freak you out. Um, and let's talk about that. Like when is the honeymoon phase over or is this maybe his honeymoon phase? Maybe he's in his honeymoon phase. Maybe this is the good part because to some people it would be, I think it depends on your age, but let's talk about that when we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Chime in at any time on our love, dating, romance, relationship topics. 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel.
1: Angie Taylor.
0: We have a stable of beautiful people that work on this show. Beautiful um, and very
1: talented young And people. talented
0: and young, aside from you and I. We're 100 years old, but we have people in their 20s, 30s, single, dating, and our associate producer jordan is 26 yes yes and you've been Mm -hmm. dating your girlfriend for three months and he came to us with a topic that i think is really interesting it says what happens after the honeymoon phase of the relationship um he said for example i just spent the weekend not going out going to the farmer's market home depot and whole foods 26 okay some people enjoy that it could freak some people out. I gotta be honest, when I was 26, mm-hmm. it was the furthest thing from my mind. However, in my early 40s, it sounds like the greatest weekend ever. But Simon, when you were 26, could you see yourself doing this all weekend?
1: Absolutely not. Can I be no, honest? No, absolutely not. Angie, do you remember the scene in the movie Old School when Will Farrell is going to a party with his friends and yeah. some other guys sort of make him drink? Yes and he said, And what are you gonna do this weekend? He said, I'm gonna go to a oh, Home Depot. I don't bed, know if Bath I have enough time.
0: I yeah, don't know bed. if I have enough time. It yes. reminded me
1: of this. So I associate at, producer Jordan at twenty six wow. And don't you
0: think it, it depends on the stage in your life too? Because there's some people at twenty six that maybe are ready for all that. I certainly Probably. wasn't. But Jordan, I wasn't either. Yes. Please explain what this topic is about. Is this does this mean you're cool with that, or you were annoyed with it? I was kind of
3: cool with it. I mean, I think it's because of where I work that I'm cool with it. Just because I go to events all the time, I'm out every weekend. You're constantly talking. You're constantly working. Exactly. And yeah, I get that. We go to.
0: Whose idea was this? Yours or your girlfriend's? It was my girlfriend's, uh-huh. well, yeah. of course, so, Angie,
1: of course. And
0: your girlfriend, by the way, is how old? She's thirty-two. Thirty-two, and you're twenty-six. Not yes. that that's a huge age difference, but thirty-two for a woman is a little different than twenty-six for a man. Right. Yeah. So you understand Joel, that? Yeah. I gotta ask yes.
1: you this question: If it was up to you, and you, what ideal weekend would you have had with your girlfriend?
3: I think we're at a point where we want to do things than just go to the club or just yeah. partying all the time. So I thought it was like a, a fresh pace. But, but that's, uh, not or, or that's not my question.
1: That's not my question. Ideally, ideally, Jordan, if it was just up to you, okay. how would you have managed the time with her this weekend? If it was coming from you, I know you enjoyed it, but was
0: there ulala?
1: Yeah.
3: There was. There was la so okay. that helped. We would have just found something different to do. Like, I don't know that, Um, I, I mean, we didn't want to go to the club, because we go to the club, like, every weekend. We're mm-hmm. always out. So mm-hmm. um, I was like, yeah, I'm down to go to the farmer's market and, right. you know, all the other stuff. The farmer's market, fun. Yeah, that but was like,
0: actually kind of cool. I Home Depot and Whole Foods, as chores, right? That that's, was chores. That's yes, chores. That was and, chores. Simon, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't it sort of feel like when you spend your free time doing things that are weekly chores – This is like kind of deep couple territory. Like you live together, you're making a home together, you're getting groceries, but you're checking stuff off a list, a checklist. That
3: whole thing was very foreign to me. We like built up her garden. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this is cool. How uh, you make
0: that sexy, building uh, up a garden.
3: It wasn't really that sexy at all. <laughs> I mean, we, we bought a tomato plant and oh, some mint. And, those tomato pants could crawl tall. Yep, exactly. Uh-huh. Like, however you, however you try to make that sexy, but I was just like, hey, I'm, you know. And so were you cool with it? I was cool with it. I was totally cool with it.
0: Well, then then, then there's no issue, right? And she's obviously cool with it. She decided that she wanted to do that too. Yeah. What do you think about this, Simon? <laughs>
1: I just, I just want to ask one more question, to Jordan, because of the age difference. Do you think if the, if your girlfriend was twenty six like you, it would have gone down the same way, or do you think because she's a bit more definitely mature, not. more older, no, yeah, definitely no, not, we would right. be in
3: the club again, and I'd be year. in the club, like, uh, and, and would, would in you, the club.
0: okay, so her being thirty two, would you be cool going to the club?
3: If she was like, do you want to go to the club? Well, yeah. I mean, we've been doing it for the past three months. It was just like... So you're kind of yeah, over it. Yeah, we're just over it. So I was like, I would literally want to do anything else. So like, yes, going to Home Depot is probably boring <laughs> to everybody else in the world. But it's something but different. It Because it's literally not the club, I was like, I'm down.
0: You know what this means, Simon?
1: Jordan's in a relationship. Jordan's oh, in love. That's what I was going to... Jordan's I, in I love. amoureux. <laughs> He's in love in French. He's in
0: love. This brings me to an interesting question that I want to ask you, Simon, and you, Jordan, when we come back about younger men dating older women, because we talked about older men dating younger women. Yes. Let's talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I am Angie Taylor. Simon, uh Angie. our assistant Yes, our assistant producer Jordan, 26 years old, dating 32-year-old girlfriend. Yes. She's fabulous. Their relationship mm-hmm. is so adorable. I love it. However, Jordan said, "Listen, we went for the first weekend not going out. We went to the farmer's market, Home Depot, Whole Foods." I was like, "Whoa, you are so married at 26 <laughs> all of a sudden." And yesterday's show, we were talking about Older men in their 40s and whatever, dating Mm -hmm. women in their 20s, it's a little bit more understandable. Women are more mature when they're younger. Men, of course, are a little bit more visual, like the younger cute girl. Somehow it meets in the middle. I'm curious, Jordan, um, because you said you were cool with this weekend because of what you do. You're always in a club. You're always out in public um, being in radio. So do you feel like because you're dating an older woman that... Simon, I remember when you said uh when you were in your early 40s you were dating a 20 something mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she had this like joy of life and and you were teaching her something and it was you felt like a little bit you were guiding her through life. Yes. Jordan, I have to ask you with your girlfriend who's very accomplished in radio, she's an amazing personality, she's very successful mm-hmm. and you are on the up and up in this career. You're an amazing personality. Do you feel like there's a sense of well she's a guide to you, or do you not even see it in that way? Is she doing for you what Simon sort of felt he was doing for the younger girls? In radio, no, no. Um, in
3: life, in life, I yes, but I think that's just because we're dating, and I think that I try to learn something from everybody that I'm dating.
0: That's attractive to learn. Yes, yeah, yes. I agree. I agree. Um,
3: but as far as radio goes, she tries to like stay away from my career. And we Let's kinda... take
0: radio out of the equation. Okay. Life in general, and I know your mother was very influential. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, so I want to I talk about that, Simon, when we come back. And, and, and I have I know a question you... for
1: Jordan, too, yeah. Yes.
0: Um, I'm picking apart the mind of a younger man with an older woman. <laughs> I'm taking notes just in case I ever feel like being a cougar. Um, when we come back on The Rendezvous <laughs> with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, dating with an age gap. And that's the conversation right now. Love dating and romance. Hello, Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir.
0: Bonsoir. So we're talking to our associate producer, Jordan, who is 26, dating uh, his fabulous girlfriend who's 32. Love her. But hey, Jordan's like, I went to Home Depot. I went to the farmer's market. I went to the grocery (laughs) store this weekend. This is new for me. My question was: Is there like a mommy thing here? Um, I'm not saying that in a rude way whatsoever, um, because I know your mother is a huge influence to you, Jordan. But Simon, you had a question for Jordan yeah, with I this just, whole situation just,
1: because Jordan said, you know, we, we just asked Jordan on the last break if he learned from uh, his girlfriend stuff about radio since we we're all in the radio business here, and he said no. And so my question to you, Jordan, is. What do you say are the main learnings, or like? Because uh, I remember dating a girl when I was twenty, who was much older—was like forty-two. So, and I've learned a lot from her, by the way. So, I was very grateful for that. What would be the learnings you want to share with us, Jordan? That you've had, you know, with your girlfriend in the last three months? You guys been dating?
0: Yeah, wh- why is it different than dating a girl your age? I've learned a lot of talking and communicating <gasps> ah, through her. And see, I... that's a good mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, because twenty-six. How much talking goes on in a 26-year-old relationship? There's a lot of ooh-la-la and maybe less talking. But now you're kind of in a relationship where you don't have a choice. You're going to have to talk because you're dating a woman who's older. I want to talk more about what you've learned, not even work-related, just in dating an older woman. I think this is interesting for older women to hear uh, what the younger men learn from you in a relationship Mm -hmm. when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We got into an amazing discussion Simon Marcel.
1: Yeah, really interesting Angie Taylor I agree.
0: <laughs> Yeah, well last night we got into a discussion about younger girls, a 22-year-old dating somebody in their 40s, older men, that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know women wonder why? Why do these older men date these younger women? So now we're talking to our producer. We got into a conversation with our associate producer Jordan who's 26. His girlfriend is 32, not a huge age difference, but I will say from a woman's perspective, being 26 and 32 is a world of difference. It really is, because when you're 26, a lot of times you're not even thinking about kids or anything like that. When you're 32, it's a little bit more on your brain. There's a clock that goes. And Simon, you had a great uh, question for uh, Jordan about what he's learned and not even the fact that they're both in the same career, but just in life.
1: Yeah yeah that that's my question to you John like life or you said communicating more and by the way your girlfriend I spoke to her she's deep and somebody who is mm-hmm. understanding of of the the ups and downs of life and 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 somebody who thinks a lot so you know you 26 um she's 32 what are the learnings you you would say you one or two that you would like to share with us
3: She's extremely observant, and in that, um, communication is key. Communicating is everything. And... You're doing
0: more talking than you've ever done. <laughs> is it annoying? Or no, no, are you... not at all. Okay, good. Um,
3: I think it's amazing uh, because I don't think I've ever had – I've never had a relationship like this where we were so open um, with each other about things we felt, insecurities that we've had within the relationship. Um, Does it make
0: you feel safer to know that you're with someone who's experienced things and is communicative about it? It, Whereas if you were dating another 26 year old, 21 year old that hadn't had those life experiences, you might not feel as safe. Right, exactly. She's older than me, so like she's naturally had more time to date. You know, she's
3: gone through more relationships than I have. So, Uh, in the time that she's, um, you know, been around. Yeah she she's able to communicate and she wants to do that and that brings that out of me so i reciprocate at a higher level you learn
0: Mm
1: -hmm. at the beginning as a lover and i remember when i dated somebody she was 20 years older than me i was intimidated by her beauty by experience and i didn't want to be a let down because my experience was so little compared yes i mean but i was dating somebody who was 40 when i was 20 dating if she was like a a lover it was it was wonderful and
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Sandals. Jeez. laughs>
1: Angie, come on! Wow. So, so now it's not the same age difference between Jordan and his girlfriend. But no. as when you started to make love together in the Ulala, were you intimidated by the fact that she was older, or not at all?
3: No, only because the first time we did the ooh-la-la, we were both really drunk, so there wasn't, like, a lot of...
0: There were no inhibitions. Yeah, exactly. It was just, like... uh, So what about when... Have you guys ever done it sober? I'm just wondering. Yes. Okay, so the first time you were sober, were there any, like, ooh... Uh, anything It does. It goes that way for girls because girls are typically less experienced no matter what, right. um, than men. So did you feel like, Hey, maybe she's more confident. She's older. She's been around the block. I haven't. Does she know more? what's No, going I on? think
3: we both were kind of timid, but at the same time, it had just been so natural at that point. Okay. You know, that it was just like, even though we're both kind of, I don't want to say it was like a first time where we're both like, oh, we're experiencing this for the first time, but it was kind of like that sort of shyness with yeah. each other. Yeah. And then, you know,
0: once once you start having the ooh la you can't stop. Do you, do you feel, uh, let me ask you this, and we don't have to repeat to the girlfriend, hopefully she's not listening, do you feel an obligation in a way, because she is 32, because she's of that age where we start to start thinking about kids, do you feel more obligated to be more serious in this relationship than you would with someone that was 26, 22. Oh yeah, yeah. You are considering that, yeah. That's and always, you're all in.
3: That's something that crosses my mind. I mean, I'm I'm in too deep at this point. I'm not sitting here like, oh, I got to do it because I'm here, but like, yeah. I like her, you know, like. Okay. So, all
1: right. Yeah. I like you, the you. You like her or you love her.
3: Why you
0: always do this, man? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanna, I mean, because Simon is all about love. Yeah, that's it. Yes, yes, he loves yes, her. I do. I you do. do. He loves her. Have yeah. you told her? Yeah, like a, a
1: ton of times. So you guys say I love you? Yeah. Oh my God! We didn't know that. No, we you didn't know. You, w- you guys w- totally
2: knew
0: that. Well, not no. really. No, I no, we didn't know. I heard you guys know. say it separately, but I didn't know you said it to each other. Oh
1: yeah. oh, Things are progressing nicely.
0: Simon, let's you and I take credit for this love match right here, this relationship. I, we we deserve a little credit.
1: Yeah, I, that's I, the I rendezvous that for that's you. That's
0: true. See what happens when you work on the rendezvous? You listen to the <laughs> rendezvous every single day because you don't have a choice. Right. Thank you, Jordan, for sharing your story and of potentially course. getting in trouble with your girlfriend. We appreciate it. More of the rendezvous <laughs> when we come back with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our website also simonandangie.com if you missed any of these topics. Tonight we talked about uh, our listener Jonathan who hooked up with his boss. Mm -hmm. Who's married to a woman? Uh, What should he do? Then it went into open relationships, threesomes when you're married. And then uh, our producer, Jordan, uh, we had a conversation with him. What happens after the honeymoon phase in dating younger men, dating older women? Simon, you had a great Simon Says there.
1: Well, when I said, you know, when it's a real love story, when it's true love, age is just a number. And that I own i believe firmly my parents told me that when it's true love age is just a number don't let anybody influence you too young too old to this to that enjoy and love
0: as the late great alia said age ain't nothing but a number but of course she was with r kelly so i don't put a lot of gravity into that but simon what you said is very very good thank you
1: well Sound sage advice at your service <laughs> as always.
0: Yes. And you could also see Simon. If you always wonder what Simon looks like, everybody's like, who is this man with a French accent? What does he look like? <laughs> Simon and Angie dot com. You can see Simon on In Bed with Simon, his TV show.
1: On FYI, and not only will you see what I look like and what I wear <laughs> during the shooting, but more importantly, great questions to uh, real couples. We pull out in malls. It could be you if you're in the mall and we're there. We ask random people to answer my crazy questions, just like we do on the rendezvous with Angie. Yeah. So watch the answers. It's a lot of episodes now on SimonandAngie.com. In bed with Simon for yeah. to enjoy, yes. If,
0: if you're walking around in a mall sometime and a guy in a blue sweater or a blue blazer or a blue vest comes up and says, would you like to talk about Z love life? You <laughs> should sit down and talk to him because you have great advice, Simon.
1: Well, thank you, Angie. Thank you. We have a lot of fun. And I'm grateful for all the people who dare to come on the bed with me and just you know answer my questions.
0: Oh, all those lucky people. Thank you for listening <laughs> us tonight on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Can't wait to talk to you next time.
1: Mm -hmm. Me too Bonne nuit Angie Bonne nuit
0: The Rendezvous Show With Simon (laughs) Marcel And (laughs) Angie Taylor